Look at the darkness. Um, must be getting ready to say something important. Uh, oh, must be getting ready to say something important if I it deleted. Must have been saying something that needed to be said if it deleted. Lord, we thank you. Uh, for your word this morning. We thank you, Father God, for who you are. We thank you, Father God. So I'm just grateful and I'm thankful to all of you. I'm thankful for who you are, for where you are, for how you connect to us. And I'm just thankful for what the Lord does for us. Um, consistency. I'm getting back on here. Thank y'all. Oh my God. Thank you, Meredith, for that. Meredith, I appreciate you. Okay, we're back. I'm sorry, y'all. We got kicked off of YouTube. We're getting ready to get into the word. Thank y'all for um, thank y'all for all y'all encouraging words. Um, this is the fifth year of LMJ Ministries. This is the um, fifth year of Coffee Conversations Daily Devotional. I have made so many divine connections, and I could not have done that without your faithfulness, without your connection, without your determination. Um, God has grown us so much over time on this ministry, the sisterhood. Um, this is five years for Pillow Talk. This is um, five, like this is three years since we wrote the book. Um, this is um, five years, three years, I think four years for the podcast. Um, this is so many different things that God has done through this ministry. We've given over 16. Thank you, Jenny. Don't make me cry. You know, you can make me cry. Um, this is 16 years, 16 over 16,000 meal kits that have been passed out through the community, um, all because of you. I don't, I don't even want to celebrate me, right? But all because of you, all because of your service, all because of your faith, all because of your belief, all because you shared the devotional, all because you connected, all because you made a determination that you weren't going to let anything distract you. We are family. We are growing in grace in Jesus Christ. And I am so grateful to what God is doing through this ministry. And I thank you for your partnership. And I thank you for believing in me. And I thank you just um, for your love. Now, I want to get into the word today. If you've not shared the video, share the video. Invite somebody else in. The goal is for us to grow in grace in Jesus Christ. And the other goal is for us to get this gospel. We want to make Jesus famous. Like, y'all, we want to make Jesus famous. We don't want anything else. I keep setting my coffee cup up and put that to make Jesus famous. So today I want to talk to you. We are, we're working through our spiritual gifts. We're working through learning. Um, um, we're working through learning about our spiritual gifts. We're working through learning about why we're here on earth and why God put us here on earth. Oh, come on now. Why did God? That's what we're doing. We're working through. Um, we're working through why God put us here on earth. We're working in understanding what we were created for. We're working in understanding why we're here. Um, and we're going to learn as we learn more to be like Jesus. Why we're why we're really here. We're working on learning how to share the gospel with others and how important we are to the body of Christ and how we don't make these gifts up, right? 
but that the Holy Spirit gives us gifts. So let's pray. Father God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for your people today. I thank you, Father God, that you are shining the light on us this morning, not for our glory, but for your glory. Open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Give us more revelation knowledge in your word. We thank you, Father God, for the activities of the Holy Spirit as advocator, as comforter, as teacher, as truth, as strengthener, as mentor. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for Jesus dying on the cross. We thank you, Jesus, that you give us our holiness, that we do not have to work out our own salvation. We thank you, Lord God, the more we come into your presence, the more we join with you, the more we are saturated in you, the more that we seek you, the more that we are diligent, the more fruit that we will bear. My God, we are confident, Lord God, in the fact, Lord God, that you created us and that you will complete us and that we do not have to complete ourselves. We thank you for your glory. Show us your glory. Let us walk in your glory. Let us pray in your glory. Let us talk in your glory. Let us live in your glory. We drive out and bind up every distraction, anything, any person, any circumstance, any situation that is pulling us away from you. We bind those distractions back to the pits of hell from which it came. We thank you, Lord God, that we operate in more fervency. We thank you, Lord God, that we offer it operating more hunger. We thank you, Lord God, that we follow hard after thee. We drive out every excuses, every entanglement of darkness, Ooh, anything that is tried to lord over us. We drive out condemnation. We drive out strife. We drive out lewdness. We drive out crudeness, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Anything that's been trying to distract us in our eye gate, Lord God, anything that's been trying to lull us in the darkness, for you said in your word, Lord God, that the enemy is like, he's like a lion. He's, he's seeking to see whom he can devour. So God, open our eyes so that we won't be devoured. Open our eyes so that we won't be distracted. Open our eyes so that we will not be moved by what we see. Open our eyes so that the cares of this world do not consume us. My God, move us, Holy Spirit, today from a place of complacency to a place that is driven to be more like Jesus. My God, Jesus, we invite you to get into the driver's seat. We sit in the passenger seat and we thank you, Lord God, for a hunger and thirst for righteousness like never, ever before. Open us our eyes. Give us eyes to hear, eyes to see, ears to hear. Give us hinds feet. Woo! Give us hinds feet, Lord God. Let us stay locked and loaded in your word, Lord God. We thank you for holiness. We thank you for peace. We thank you for joy. We thank you for strength. We thank you for the motivational gifts to serve others. Now, Father God, we thank you that we pick up our cross today. We thank you that we are in divine positioning. We thank you, Lord God, that we are focused on you. Let the same mind that's in Christ Jesus, you need to put that in your comments today. Let the same mind that's in Christ Jesus, come on. Let the same mind 
that's in Christ Jesus. Oh, my God. My God. Let the same mind, my God, that's in Christ Jesus. Oh, my God. We drive out the spirit of offense. Ooh. Oh, my God. We drive out the spirit of offense. My God. Oh, my God. My God. We drive out the spirit of offense right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord God. And we thank you for being made in your image and your likeness. Ooh, we thank you for being made in your image and your likeness. We thank you for being made in the image and your likeness. We thank you for being made in your image and your likeness. Ooh, in Jesus' name, amen. We thank you for being made in your image and your likeness. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me sip my coffee this morning. I'm grateful for um, what God has done and what God has done. And I think when we learn about our motivational and our spiritual gifts, um, that we have to have a strong foundation and understanding of how we're made in His image and being made in His image and the things that God has graced us to do um, for one, is equipped only through the Holy Spirit. So you cannot have your spiritual gifts if they're not Holy Spirit imparted and Holy Spirit moved. The Holy Spirit is the one that teaches us how to use our spiritual gifts. Ooh, come on now. The Holy Spirit is the one that teaches us. And we got to come back to the foundation while we are here, right? So I want to give you a first couple foundational scriptures this morning, and then we're going to wrap this thing up. I wrote, um, I wrote this morning um, on the Facebook wall, God has just been giving me spiritual truths to chew on in the morning. So I said, Lord, I thank you that we are made in your image so we don't have to be like anyone else. Genesis 1 and 27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them both male and female, right? So we are made in the likeness of God. Now, here's the thing. This is why Romans comes so Romans 12 becomes so important in our lives, right? This is why John 15 becomes so important in our lives. Oh, come on, y'all. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I am made in the image or the likeness. Come on now. I'm an image bearer. I am made in the image and the likeness of God. Ooh, what is made in the image of God? What does it mean for me to be made in the image and the likeness? The image and the likeness are the same thing, right? So if made in his image and I'm made in his likeness, they're the same thing. I'm made in the image, the, the image, the imago day of God. Oh, my God, right? So understanding the image of God, right? The qualities of God, right? There are qualities in us that make us human, right? Um, there, but there are the we have the consciousness of God. Ooh, come on, y'all. We have the consciousness of God, right? We have the ability to have a relationship of God, right? And so we are God representatives and rulers here on this earth. That's what it means to be made in the image of God. Now, can I tell you the thing that interferes with this? This is why I know renewing our mind is so important. What, what interferes with this is sin. Ooh, come on, y'all. 
What interferes with my servanthood is sin. What interferes with me operating in the image and likeness of God is sin. That's why John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life, right? So what, what entered in was sin. What entered in was unbelief. What entered in was doubt. What entered in was fear, right? So when we start looking at the image, the image of God, right? We are representing God here on this earth. I am here to represent God on this earth. I am here as a representative of God on this earth, right? That, that doesn't mean I become an idol. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I worship idols. This means also that I have to begin to identify that there is only one God that I can worship because anything else will pull me away from representing the image of God here on this earth. Any other deception, anything else that has my focus, anything else that draws us in. This morning I was meditating and I was like, man, if we are to, to bear your image, I have to begin to pause and ask myself, what are the things that are interfering with me bearing your image? What are the things that are interfering with me being in your likeness? What, what are the things that are interfering? What other things may I be worshiping? Ooh, what other things may I be focused on? What other image? Because if I'm to be an image bearer, I should look more like you. I should sound more like you. I should act like more like you. And I should live more like you. But there's something that's interfering with me bearing your image. What is interfering? What is causing me to be haughty? What is causing me to be prideful? What is causing me to be complacent? What is causing me to be distracted? What has what is causing me to fall out of love with you? What is causing me causing me to fall out of love with others? Right? So you created me in your image. And one of the words that I wrote down for, for image or being a duplicate of God was twofold. I found the word twofold. Can I tell you what twofold means? It means great or numerous, right? Great or numerous. John 14, 12, it says, Verily, truly, I tell, to you, tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. Here's Jesus saying, whoever follows me, whoever picks up my cross, is supposed to be twofold. It's supposed to be making more impact and more influence. So what is interfering with me being an image bearer? Then another question, am I, have I written my own standard for what an image bearer looks like? Have I, have I, have I decided what's enough of you for me to bear? Will I even allow you to talk to me about what's not in your image? Ooh, my God, will I even visit you in the secret place so that you can show me the things in my heart that do not represent you? Am I fearful of who you are and what you might say 
in what you may show me that's not like in your image? Come on now. What's interfering with me being in the image of God? Ooh, and how do we bear the image of God? And what does the image of God look like? What is God's image? What is his likeness, right? If I'm made in the image of God, right? What are the spiritual attributes and the moral qualities of God? Come on now. What are the attributes and the, the moral qualities of God that I may be missing, right? And how do I put this on when I put the armor on? Oh my God. We are God's personal touch on this earth. Oh my God. We were created to resemble God, right? We were created to move like God. John 4 and 24 tells us God is a spirit. God is a spirit. So God doesn't exist. God doesn't exist without a body, right? However, Adam's body mirrors the image. We're supposed to mirror the image of God. We're supposed to mirror the life of God. We're set apart. Humanity is not like a dog or an animal. Y'all know I got a new puppy, right? Humanity is not like an animal. I, I, that, that we're not like an animal, animal, right? We can reason. We can choose. When we reason and choose, this is a reflection of God's intellect. This is a fraction, reflection of the freedom that God has given us, right? God, God saw us and called us good. Ooh! God saw us and called us good. God didn't see us and call us sinful. God didn't see us and, and call us bad. God saw us and he called us good. Genesis 1 and 31. He says it's good. So when we are in the spirit, in the image of God, we are like, we're in his likeness. We were created for fellowship. Woo! Oh my God. We were created for fellowship. We were created to reflect God's nature and his love. The enemy love. This is why this is why the enemy loves for us to be isolated. This is why the enemy loves for us to be mean and callous. This is why the enemy loves for us to be judgmental. Because when we are in his nature and his love, and we understand our primary relationship with God, they ask Jesus, they said, what is the greatest commandment on all the earth? And Jesus comes back and he says to him, he says, love thy Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your might, with all your soul. Love God with everything in you. Then turn around and love your neighbor as you love yourself. That's what he said to him. Then turn around and he said, and you love your neighbor as you love yourself, right? So if I'm to love my neighbor as I love myself, it tells me the very essence of who God is and who God is calling us to be. To bear the image of him first begins with love. It first begins with love. And can I tell you, this is a choice. We choose. We choose on whether or not we're going to bear the image of love. We choose. That's why when you skip over to Romans 12, come on, y'all. Follow me in this. Track me in this journey. Thank you, Lord God, for your word this morning. When you skip, skip over to Romans 12, he says, this is the first thing Paul says. He says, I'm urging you. Woo! Come on now. He's urging you. It's an urgency. Come on, y'all. It's an urgency, right? I'm persistently trying to persuade.
persuade you. I'm persistently trying to get you to do something. This is what Paul says. He says, I'm urging you. He says, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, how because of how merciful God has been to you, because of how good God has been to you, because of how faithful God has been to you, I'm urging you, I'm asking you, I'm trying to persuade you, I'm trying to talk to you, I'm trying to tell you this. He said, this is a struggle. He said, I want you to become impulsive about God. This is how I want you to become impulsive about God. I want you to operate and offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing. This is your true and your proper worship that you put yourself on the altar and make a determination. Lord, I'm going to be holy and I'm going to be pleasing to you. I'm going to be holy and I'm going to be pleasing to you. I'm going to become a man or a woman after your own heart. I refuse. This is how you have to talk to yourself. I refuse to be conformed to the patterns of this world. I, I, I'm tr- going to be transformed by the renewing of my mind, right? The only way you're going to be able to test and approve what God's will is, his perfect will, is through the word of God. So as an image bearer, come on, y'all, walking in spiritual truth, as an image bearer, the only way I'm going to be able to test whether I'm not, I'm bearing the image of God is through the word of God. There's no greater test. The word reflected in our life, not what people tell you, not a skewed perspective. That's why Timothy said, you got to study to show yourself approved. You got to study this for yourself. I got to spend time in his word to know whether or not I reflect his image. Because can I tell you something? We can have a false sense of ourselves. We can have a false sense of ourselves. And we can also be in a position or a place where others can give us a projected image of how they think we're supposed to live, how they think we're supposed to feel, how we're supposed to think we're supposed to act. And if somebody is operating in a twisted or a perverse perspective of what they feel like is best for our life, then we will have a skewed image that will leave us in a place in which we're always trying to perform for people. I'm going to say it again. We will have a skewed image in place of why we are always trying to perform for people because those people will tell us what it looks like to be an image bearer of God when the word of God is very clear of what it looks like to be in the image of God, to be God in truth, to be God in righteousness, to be God in holiness, to be God through Jesus Christ, right? Because through Christ, we were made in new creations. Second Corinthians 5 and 17, people always be unsatisfied with you. Woo! And the more that you become and want to live like Christ, People will always find something wrong with you. People will always, this world will tell you it will not take all this. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. So when I became a Christ, everything in my past, everything old connected to me was gone. I was made brand new. Philippians 1 and 6 tells me, be confident of this. That he who began a good work in me will carry it out 
into completion until the day of Jesus Christ. So when I'm looking to become the image bearer, to be in the image and the likeness of God, come on now, I'm going to reflect his love. I'm going to reflect his holiness and I'm going to reflect his righteousness, right? That's what I'm doing. I'm going to be distinguished. I'm going to be set apart. Oh my God. Come on now. I'm going to be I'm going to be distinguished. I'm going to be set apart. And then what I can't do on my own, because people will tell you, you don't have to do anything. You just have to accept Jesus. Can I tell you something? If you get all up in the New Testament, there will be things that it says put on the whole armor of God. That tells me I got to get up and put on the armor of God. There are. It tells me to choose joy. Come on now. I got to put these things on. There are things you do accept Jesus Christ, but there are some things that you're going to have to choose and make a decision and say, you know what? This is what I'm choosing to do. I'm choosing to have a right relationship with God. I'm choosing to be established through Jesus Christ. Come on. I'm choosing to have this relation. I'm desiring this relationship with God. I want to have this relationship with God. I'm pursuing this relationship with God. I decide to, to pursue this relationship with God. So if I'm going to be an image bearer, the only person that can teach me how to bear this image is the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus said, he's like, look, I got to go away so that I can remind you of some things. So I'm going to give you this. Oh my gosh, Lord, I thank you for your word today. Matthew, um, 20 and 28, just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life in a ransom for many. Jesus came to give his life. Jesus came, he tells him, he says, look, any person that's going to follow after me, Matthew 16, 24 and 26, you um, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me for whoever will save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? What will it profit me to gain this world and this world's thinking? It will never profit me, right? Deuteronomy, we covered in Bible study, ladies Bible study last night. Deuteronomy 30, 15 and 20. Um, I'm going to start with the 15 verse. See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him, and to keep his commands, decrees, and laws. Then you will live and increase, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are entering to possess. But if your heart turns away and you are not obedient, and if you are drawn away to bow down to other gods and worship them, I declare to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live long in the land you are crossing in the Jordan to enter and possess. This day I call the heavens and the earth as a witness against you that I've set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life. So that your children may live. We talk about breaking. I want to break generational curses. So that my children don't have to live like me. Guess what? Guess how you break a generational curse? You choose life. Woo! You choose God, baby. That's how you break a generational curse. You accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. When you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That broke the curse. 
all these other things, this inherited dysfunction and all this other stuff, those things change when we renew our mind in the Word of God that tells us, right, that the Holy Spirit comes to us and tells us that's not a God image inside of you. That's not a God image inside of you. That's not what it looks like to live in the image of God. That's what the Holy Spirit will do. Then it'll bring you to the Word of God to reflect. This is what it looks like to reflect God's image. God's image in integrity. God's image in character. God's image in love. Every foundational principle is hope. So when I choose Jesus Christ, I choose life. I break the curse. When I make a choice, he says, now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God. Listen to his voice. Where is the voice of God? It's written in his word and hold fast to him. Woo! Come on now. I got to hold fast to him if I want to possess the image of God. And <clears throat> when we use the word work, we're not talking about like a physical work. We're talking about we're working. You know how you work on your relationship with others? I'm going to work on my relationships. I tell people this all the time. You are not going to have a good or a healthy relationship with anybody if you don't spend time, proximity, time, invest, covenant takes sacrifice. You are not going to be in a healthy relationship with someone if you're not spending time. Can I tell you something? The Jesus went and the disciples went with him. Jesus didn't have to pull the disciples on. When he called them, it was up to them to stay connected. It's up to us to stay connected in our relationship and with God. It's up to us to listen to our voice. It's up to us to hold fast, right? It says, for the Lord is your life, and he will give you many years in the land. He swore to the forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But guess what I got to do? I got to choose life so that I can even walk in his image. I got to choose life. I got to I got to I got to be I got to treat it as a sense of urgency to offer my body up as a living sacrifice. We want spiritual motivational gifts. They only operate through the Holy Spirit. They only operate when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. We'll only understand our true service to the kingdom when we understand who we are in the image of God. So many of us have a misconstructed image of God. Woo! And it takes time. It takes time because most of us, not all, most of us have not been given this image like we properly should have been from birth. So we are layered in culture. We are layered in dysfunction. We are laying poor self-image. Um, that's why when people who tell me they don't really watch TV or they didn't allow their parents didn't allow TVs in their house, I understand because images get impressed in your mind and you'll begin to seek after something that's not even the image of Christ, that's not even the image of God. Lord, we long to be your image bearers. Help us to be more like Christ. Holy Spirit, you are the teacher. You are the comforter. You are the advocator. You are the comfort. You are the teacher. And you are the advocator. Thank you for moving upon us today. Thank you for moving us from complacency. 
Thank you for moving us from distractions. My God. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Overwhelm us with your presence today. My God. Prophesy to us in your word. My God. Let the same mind that's in Jesus Christ be in all of us, Lord God. We cancel every assignment of the enemy that has tried to pull us into the image of anything else. We cancel every assignment of the enemy. We thank you, Lord, that we bear a new image of what you say about us, a new image of how you called us, a new image, Lord God, that we bear a new image today, Lord God, that we seek and hunger and thirst for righteousness, Lord God. Thank you for healing our broken places. My God, thank you for a fresh start. Thank you for brand new mercies. Thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding. Thank you, Jesus, for taking on our insecurities. Thank you, Jesus, for taking on our fear, our worries. Thank you, Jesus, for healing us from the inside out. Lord, I thank you for healing our broken hearts. I thank you we are overwhelmed with your goodness and your mercy and your love today. I thank you that your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Flood us with your presence today. Flood us in our offices. Flood us in our cars. Flood us in your homes, Lord God. Let us see a new thing, Lord God. We thank you for your overwhelming goodness. We thank you for your overwhelming presence, Lord God. We thank you, Lord. We cast out the spirit of heaviness this morning in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. We worship you in spirit and in truth. My God, we drive out all complacency, anything that's had us listless, anything that has um, stole our fire. We thank you that the fire of God, we fan the flame this morning, Lord God. We thank you that the fire of God, we fan the flame this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Just worship him with me. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Can I share this with you real quick before we get out of here? Um, this morning as I was meditating, I feel like um, I was having pop-ups, right? God was showing me pop-ups of everything that interferes with our image. Like pop-ups, like ideally of what we feel like we're supposed to be in marriage. Like pop-ups, right? Relationships, pop-ups, like all these things that will try to transform us and conform us. Um, purpose, jobs, works. I'm just seeing all these little pop-ups, right? Like pop-ups, 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 different little pop-ups. So can I tell you something? Um, if you, I, I, I operate in a, I operate on a Mac. I don't operate in a PC, but anytime you see a lot of pop-ups on your PC, it's probably because it's infected by a virus, right? Because your virus scanner, your guard, your security wall should not allow pop-ups. Like you have to give permission for pop-ups. Like you got to give permission for pop-ups. Like you have to get access. You have to lower your security wall for a pop-up to just pop up on your computer. So on my computer, 
I don't just get pop-ups, right? But when there's a compromise in the security, then you'll just start having pop-ups. Yeah, Jerron, right? That's how the Lord showed me. You'll just start having pop-ups, right? These pop-ups. Well, think about it on your computer. When things pop up, the point is for you to click on it, right? Woo! The point is for you to click on the pop-up. The thing that's magnified, the thing that's popping up, the point is the point of view is for you to click on the pop-up. That, that's deep, right? The, the point is, so when the Lord starts talking to us about dis distractions and fervency and complacency and relationships, the Lord starts showing me your purpose, um, pursuit of your purpose, the pop-up, right? Your children, a pop-up. Like the things that we make, start idolizing or make a God, those are pop-ups, right? Right? Those are pop-ups, right? And those become distractions. And those will pull us away. And then when those things get my attention, then I try to buy, buy, bear an image, right? For this particular thing. There's an image I bear in marriage. There's an image, um, there's a um <laughs> there's an image that I bear for marriage. There's an image that I bear for my children. There's all these different, there's an image that I bear for work, right? All these things that I bear. So no, like so it's a pop, like it's a pop-up, right? Those things are distractions. Absolutely are. That's why every day we gotta put on the full armor of God. That's why your altar is important, your altar time, your sacred time before God. I'm gonna say this again and I'm gonna end here. Stop wavering in your sacred time for God. Your time for God should not be compromisable because there is a certain time, I'm just telling you in maturity and wisdom, that he longs to speak to you. There's a certain time that he longs to meet with you. That's why he said, I rise early in the morning. Like, I rise, er rise early in the morning to pull away, to spend time with God. Can I tell you why early rising is so important? Because when you rise early to spend time with God, nobody else is in your space. Nobody else is up, right? Or if you do it later at night, if you rise early in the time anymore, nothing else can interfere and distract. Your kids not up, your husband not up, your job not up, right? If you work late at night hours or if you do it late in the night, you need a space and a time where nothing interferes and you need to make those appointments with God important. Can I tell you what I feel strongly? If you've been wavering, if you've been doubting, it's because somewhere you compromised your time with God. You're not making it sacred. You're not making it holy. You think, yes, thank you, Holy Spirit. You think because you're throwing it in the day that it's sacred, but it's still full of distractions because anybody can call and pull you away from that time. Build your altar in the morning. Make your sacred time in the morning. Get your butt out of bed. Go to bed at night and let nothing interfere. And I promise you the fire that you've been looking for, the drive that you've been looking for, the focus that you've been looking for, all those things that you've been looking for, you gonna come. it's going to come back. It's going to come back. The wisdom that you've been looking for, I, every morning at my table, whether we're doing the devotion or not, sacred time with God. Sacred time with God. And it's been changing my life. I promise. It's been changing 
my life. It's been changing. I thought I was at a level, right? It's been pulling me into a deeper level of intimacy. Me and God, a notebook, his word. And it has been drawing me into a place of intimacy that I didn't even know of God. I didn't even know of him. I didn't even know of him. I did not know of him until this new season. I promise you, I did not know of him until this new season. I did not know this space with God, but I could not compromise, right? People been like, well, you know, how does it feel now you're not doing the devotional five days a week? I don't, I'm still doing the devotional five days a week. I'm still in a devoted time with God five days a week. Um, I'm just not live with it, Woo! right? This is sacred and a holy season. I can only give what he allows me to give. Yes, Julia, it's a deeper intimacy. I love y'all. Thank y'all for rocking with us for five years. Thank you for all of you who serve. Um, thank you to Judah and Josiah for the sacrifices they give for ministry constantly. Thank you, Jojo, for getting up in the morning. Thank you for doing all our graphics. Um, thank you to my mama. Thank you to my father. Thank you to those that prayer. Thank you for those that serve on the ministry team. Thank you to everybody that shares the devotional. Thank you for those of y'all um, that subscribe. Thank you for almost 8,000 people that follow the page. Thank you for those of y'all that share. Thank you for those of y'all that love. Thank you for those of y'all that give. Thank you for those of y'all that cover me in prayer. Thank you for those of y'all that speak over my life over the last five years. Thank you for all your encouragement. Thank you for the gifts that you sow personally into my life. My God, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord turn his face towards you. I'm sorry, I don't know what happened to YouTube, but we'll upload this and replay this again. Just thank you. Thank you for you. This is not, this is not, I had to change what I posted. We entered this five, this year of grace. Thank you. Thank you to Deshauna for making me look good and loving me. Thank you, Natalie. Thank you, Magnolia. Thank you over through the world. We in Africa. Thank you. 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 Thank you to all the podcast listeners. Thank you, thank you to Ladies Bible Study. Thank you for sips. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. I pray that God blesses you. I pray for you daily. Every day I pray for you. I pray for you. I'm calling your name out before the Lord. And I'm trusting God that he's going to take care of you and do exactly what he said for your faithfulness. Thank you for your faithfulness and your commitment to the kingdom. If the Lord, um, oh, somebody said, where's the cowbell? The Lord, the cowbell's put up. If the Lord um, puts it on your heart to be a blessing um, to um, the ministry, go to the website, lmjministries.org, cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. Um, if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is how you become in the image of God. Repeat after me, dear Jesus, I'm in need of a Savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart. To take away my sins, I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Lord, I thank you, thank you, thank you. I bless you, I praise you, I magnify you, I glorify you. I will see you guys on, um, can I, yes, 
Tomorrow morning, about 8 o'clock, I'm praying for widows. I feel it in my heart. There's been so many people that have lost their husband. So I'm going to do a prayer in the morning at 8 in the morning for widows. Um, Friday, we have Cup Nehemiah Lamb, the founder of Unique Individual. A very special program will be on us to talk about living life on purpose. Saturday, ladies' morning, we got prayer call. And then Sunday, sip. I love y'all. Go be loved today. Let the love of God, let the love of God, that's an image bearer. Let the love of God be seen and experienced to you. Love.